A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co/insomnia. Hello, welcome to Deep Into Sleep. This is Ishan. So in my daily work treating people with insomnia, I often talk about caffeine usage. And recently, when I hang out with my friends, I noticed whenever we go out to get some milk tea at night, that often gives me difficulties falling asleep later at night. So if I go to grab a milk tea after dinner, and I often have difficulties falling asleep, and I would rolling on my bed for hours and still feel like I'm awake. After several times, I notice this pattern, and then I'm thinking, "Wow! Even though I talk about caffeine usage with my patients every day, I need to really pay attention to that for myself." So, what should we really do if caffeine impacts us? Is there a right way, or you know, a certain way that everyone should do about caffeine? As we may know, a lot of Americans actually use caffeine or drink coffee in the morning to help us stay awake. According to a data in 2001, about 43 percent of Americans are very likely to use caffeinated beverages to combat daytime sleepiness. Also, according to National Sleep Foundation. Moderate caffeine intake is not associated with any recognized health risk. And what is moderate level caffeine intake then? About three eight ounce cups of coffee per day is considered a moderate amount of caffeine intake. However, if we take six or more. Eight ounce cups of coffee each day. That would be considered excessive intake of caffeine. I know a lot of people during the daytime. Whenever we feel sleepy, we want to push ourselves to work. We will take a cup of coffee. And in a lot of workplace nowadays, coffee machine is available everywhere. At noon time or in the afternoon, a lot of people still are drinking coffee, and then at night they will complain about sleep problems. However, there are several things we may not know about caffeine. First, caffeine does not actually put in any new energies to our body. It just simply cuts the signal between our body and our brain to block the signal telling us that I'm tired, I'm sleepy, I need rest. When our brain cannot receive the signal, we just keep on going. We think we are awake. We have energies. We just keep on doing things. But once the effect of caffeine wears off, we're gonna have this crash. We're gonna feel super tired, and a lot of people would need another cup of coffee, and eventually may develop some dependence to caffeine or withdraw symptoms if we use too many, and then we suddenly stop it. 
another thing we don't know about caffeine is actually caffeine take about three to seven hours to wear off half of it. So that means its half life is between three to seven hours. What that means when we put caffeine in our system, it may take six up to fourteen hours. For it totally get out of our body system. So if we are someone very sensitive to caffeine, just like me, and if I had caffeine in the afternoon or in the evening or late night with my friends, like milk tea, right, with black tea in it, then. By the time I go to bed, when I try to sleep, it's still functioning in my body, and it stops me from falling asleep quickly. A third fact about caffeine actually come from some sleep research. Some sleep research studies have found that when we drink more and more caffeine each day, our sleep becomes more fragmented during nighttime. So. Eventually, if we drink higher dosage of caffeine each day, our sleep quality actually suffers more and more. Then, what should we do about caffeine usage? How we could make sure caffeine does not impact our sleep? There are several things we need to consider. First and the most important is listen to your own body. Are you someone get impacted by caffeine? Or not? If you are someone like me, very sensitive to caffeine, and your body often tells you so, then you possibly should consider setting up a coffee curfew for yourself. For example, for myself, I stop drinking coffee by noon because I don't want to take the risks. And my past experience tell me if I drink in the afternoon, it will impact my night sleep. So find the curfew for yourself, and normally the curfew is around noon or early afternoon. If you are someone sensitive to caffeine, try not to drink coffee or any, you know, energy drinks or tea later in the afternoon or in the evening time. If you really like drinking those, try to finish them as early as possible during the day, and keep them away from your bedtime as much as you can. You may also want to watch out other food or drinks that may contain caffeine, such as chocolate. However, if you are someone not sensitive to caffeine, then caffeine may actually have no impact on you, even if you drink it, drink coffee closer to your bedtime. For example, if you are someone been drinking coffee late of the day for the past several years, and your sleep has always been fine, but maybe recently or recent months you start having some symptoms of insomnia or you are not sleeping as well, then quite likely it's not because of the caffeine. It possibly something else. Especially stress, anxiety, and other factors are impacting you. So even if you set up a caffeine curfew in this kind of situation, it may not really help you as much as you thought. 
Of course, if you have more complicated insomnia difficulties and symptoms, you still want to find a sleep psychologist to really help you with the treatment. And CBTI, which is CBT for insomnia, is still the gold standard and very evidence-based effective treatment for insomnia. If you want to know more about that information, feel free to come to our website. Deepintosleep.co to find more information. So, if you've been wondering how caffeine be impacting your sleep, hopefully you find this episode helpful. If you have any questions about sleep, please feel free to email me or message me on our website. I would love to hear from you, and I would also would like to answer the questions either by myself or inviting an expert here to talk about more about sleep and worries and the concerns about it. Thank you for listening today, and thank you for your company. I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep. That would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who is struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co/insomnia.